Hey folks, uh, greetings from Offensive Security. Um, you got Spencer and Brad here with a new episode of the Cyber Threat Perspective. Today, we're going to focus in on the artifacts that we find on file shares during internal penetration tests. Uh, it sounds like a super simple topic, uh, I suppose, because it is. Um, but if it is so simple, uh, why does it keep leading to domain administrator and why does it keep happening uh, in a meaningful way, right? So uh, we're gonna we're gonna delve into that a little bit, um, and also just to mention, you know, if you guys like the material that we're putting out, you know, like, subscribe, and share, it really helps us out a lot. So with that said, Spencer, take it away, bud. Sure, sure. So yeah, Brad and I have been talking about this for a while, and the reason this kind of came up and we wanted to do a podcast on this is because time and time again we're on internal pen tests. And one of the first things we do is uh, after we've done our situational awareness and we figured out where we are and what we are, what privileges we have, we'll look at file shares because we know that generally IT people uh, like to make it everybody's jobs easier, right? It's just easy when everybody has access to everything that they need and then they don't have to bother IT and everything works. So we see this time and time again that there are network shares that have uh, that are world readable or readable by all the users in the in the company. And what ends up happening is those users scan documents in, they save important documents, maybe even personal documents to their, you know, share location. Uh, they save password documents, which is a, a big topic of this discussion. Uh, and unfortunately, IT administrators do the same thing. So we see this time and time again on Pentest, and we try to educate our, our clients on, Kind of best practices to to find these mistakes, mitigate them, and kind of prevent us from uh, as attackers from abusing that going forward. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And and I think if if we were to try to summarize the actual problem, you know, in 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 my mind, it kind of falls into a couple of things, right? So first, it's a user behavior problem, right? Which which I mean, there's only so much we can do about that, but we do have user training programs. Uh, our user education program. So, so there's an education problem there, but there's also, I think, a technology problem on top of that, right? Which is overly permissive access, um, where you have people who have access to a whole swath of things that they shouldn't. Um, so, so those two things come to mind. What is, is that? Is that summarize all of it, yeah. or is there more? Yeah, what I see too is it's culture. Uh, it's culture based thing where you know everybody wants to have access to the so they can get to it and do their job easily. And IT doesn't want to fight with the business. You know, the business is there to make money. And if IT is there and getting in the way of everything and you got to ask IT to help you every time you need access to something, it's counterproductive, right? So it's a, it's a bit of a culture thing. And also yeah. with a Windows environment, it's not necessarily super easy to make it easy to share files and share directories in a super easy way. Um, you have to go into the permissions of the file share and there's solutions that um, that help with that. Mm. But I think it's partly cultural as well. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Um, what what would you estimate maybe uh, your percentage of finding juicy tidbits during an internal penetration test is? Like percentage of of clients where this is like a finding? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say almost all of our engagements, we find some sort of sensitive information 
on the file shares. Um, might not necessarily be a password, might not necessarily be something that leads us to domain admin or something like that, but usually it's going to be uh, a printer that has a share, it scans to a share, and then they just scan everything there, like invoices right. and receipts and all sorts of stuff that could be confidential. Um, so it's kind of a dumping ground as well for for the business. So pretty much on, on every engagement, we see some sort of sensitive information. Yeah. Makes sense. And, and, and what percentage of those do you find something critical that like leads to domain administrator? Uh, probably, probably 5%, maybe not, not a lot, I would say. Um, maybe, maybe a couple out of 10 engagements, you know, three to five out of 10, something like that. Um, two or three, maybe I might be overestimating it, but, uh, there are some tried tried and true searches right that we'll get into yeah. to help find those things and those are the what we kind of key in on yeah makes perfect sense cool man so uh so yeah yeah lead us down the road on on you know what you do and what we can do about it yeah so the first thing i do um and something that you know everybody listening can do if you're a defender is just manually search your shares right go to your favorite share and the search bar, type in P-A-S-S-W-D or password, uh, type in some commonly uh, sensitive strings, credit card, uh, SSN, whatever you want to kind of search for and kind of hunt through your shares looking for it. And you'll, you, the good thing about Windows is you know who owns that file. <laughs> you can look in the properties and see who owns it or see which folder it's in. So you know if Susie has a, a document called password.doc, um, and there's passwords in it, you know, you know who to kind of attribute that to. So mm-hmm. that's the first way is just to manually search through the file shares. There's, there's both commercial and open source tools to help with that as well, especially when it comes to access control. There's a tool called SM Beagle, which is kind of cool. Um, that allows you to search network shares. It'll discover all the shares on the environment. It'll look at the mm-hmm access control list and tell you who has access to what. So that's pretty cool. There's commercial tools as well that kind of help from the DLP perspective. Um, But that's kind of what we start with uh, from a starting point is we'll use these tools to search for passwords, search for sensitive information on file shares. Uh, Another common thing we look for is unattend files and script files. A lot of times administrators will uh, inadvertently leave credentials in PowerShell scripts or logon scripts, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are very common things that we, that we look for right out of the gate. Yeah. I know, um, one of the first things I look for when I pop a server is the config file, because it's almost a guarantee that I can, I can laterally move to a database server. Or, or maybe even worse, right? Because sometimes we reuse passwords. I know in one of the pen tests that we did in a pretty large organization last year, um, you know, they they did a really good job of segmenting their production servers, but they had a little play box for their developers. And uh, what we realized is that a lot of the same configuration uh, password, username and passwords were used between development and production. And so we managed to pop a dev server. And once we kind of like exfiltrated everything out of it and gathered all the good stuff, we realized all the usernames and passwords would all also authenticate us to production. So um, yeah, the config files yep. for app servers and uh, were always a fun 
a yep. fun thing to rifle through during a yeah, and the, so. the unattend files too are, are really uh they're kind of it, those are sitting on the endpoint right a lot of times they're sitting on the on the endpoint and i f- i find them in file shares um in like the it share yeah you know, under like configuration or deployment or something like that right and in a recent pen test that's exactly what it was it was an unattend file mm-hmm. which has uh which can have a base 64 encoded string that has the local administrator's password. Right. And if I'm an administrator, maybe I'm, you know, a bit lazy or just, I'm, I don't, I'm not aware that that's a thing, right. That that's a risk. And I just leave it out there because I'm reusing it and re-imaging systems. And I don't clean that up when I'm done with it. That can lead to getting local admin on the machine. And if the local admin account was the same, you know, across the environment, then I can just pivot like you were talking about, you know, all over and, and pillage from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff for sure. And, you know, obviously those unattend, if they do have creds in them, those creds have to at least have elevated privileges on the workstations um, to be able to install the software. So they're, they're a good safe bet. And yeah. usually folks that are doing stuff like that probably don't have laps enabled, uh, you know, pro- probably aren't doing the, um, you know, the cyber safe stuff when it comes to yep. managing endpoints. So yeah. Um, you know, that kind of stuff can speak to hygiene sometimes. Yeah. And one of my favorite tools too, I, I didn't mention it was, is PowerView. PowerView's eight, what, eight, almost nine years old now, or maybe it's nine yeah. years old now. Yeah. Uh, it's still great. I mean, from a pen testing perspective, uh, it's still really good at finding password files, config files, uh, backup files, SQL uh, configs. Uh, it's still really good at finding that stuff on pen tests. And I use that with a high amount of success. Um, so the commandlet that I'm talking about or the function in PowerView is called find interesting domain share file. Yep. I wish I had a shorter name because that's like a mouthful. Right. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I, I just th- call thank it God for autocomplete in PowerShell, by the way, yeah. for, for modules. <laughs> yeah. I just call it interesting, like just find interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you just give it a credential and, uh, or use your, your domain credential if you have one already and you just crawl through it and then you can export it to a notepad file and search through it and, and look for stuff. So that works really well. And it's a good first step, uh, even for defenders too. If you're looking for a way to just kind of do something in a little bit more of an automated fashion, mm-hmm. fire up PowerViews, command, uh, find interesting domain share files and, and yeah. see what the output is. If you're, if you're curious. Yeah. So, so that, that sounds like a good thing that a defender can do. Um, you know, what, what are some of the other things, you know, let's, let's say I'm, I'm a, you know, IT director sitting here listening to this podcast and I'm like, holy smokes, what is on my network share, uh, that I don't know about, or that really scares me. So, so what are, what are my next steps? So you mentioned earlier, just kind of searching on your own, um, you know, is, is there, is there other stuff we can do too? The power view is, is it's on GitHub, right? So you can go snag that and do it yourself. Yeah. Power view is still, still out there. It's not supported anymore. It's not being updated. It hasn't been for a while, but all the, the good thing about PowerShell is it's backwards compatible. Everything just works and it's yeah. really great. So yeah, it's right on GitHub, search for PowerView uh, and, and you'll find it. Um, the other thing is, you know, it's kind of like the hidden, not the hidden secret, but it, it's kind of like IT's dirty secret that there's stuff on the file shares. I think anybody who's worked in IT knows that, you know, if you go in your file shares, you know, there's going to be stuff out there. Yeah. Um, so there are, uh, there's commercial tools you can do. Um, the, the first place to start would be, like I said, manually searching your file shares, looking for stuff that you think is sensitive and auditing the permissions. 
uh, many times yeah, we're on a pen test sure. and there'll be an IT share and the IT share has given or IT has given that share, uh, given authenticated users or domain users full control. So there are, I, so in that share, there might be, you know, the remote access tool that their MSP uses and full control over that binary. There yep. might be the EDR product that they have, you know, all their configuration scripts and all users just have full control over it. And that's yeah. a, that's kind of leading for, for, uh, you know, a bad day. So auditing file shares. Um, and then once you want to scale up a bit and you want to get into more data protection, there are commercial tools, right. For DLP yeah. and things like that, that you can, that you can use to kind of scale this and tag certain files. Um, and you, you can keep that stuff out there. Not, it's not to say, you know, this discussion, this discussion isn't to say that you shouldn't have it out there just to properly can c- control it and control access to it. Right. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Um, all right. I'm going to check my notes. What else we got? Um, so anything in conclusion? I mean, that totally makes sense to me. Um, you know, if you guys have any questions or anything like that, you guys, you know, can, can find a way to reach us pretty easily. It'll be in the link, uh, links in the uh, comments and stuff. So, um, yeah. Yeah. We have a, we have a blog post that we just posted that oh, talks that's right. about. We did. Um, yeah. You just put that out. Yeah. We just put it out. Uh, it's like three wins, uh, three easy wins for defenders from a pen tester's point of view. And that's win number one. Uh, it's a low hanging fruit. Just go out there, audit your file shares, look for that stuff. Uh, it'll, it'll give your, the next pen tester you have come in, it'll give them a, a headache because that's something that all pen testers do. They all look for file shares and it's, uh, it's a common place to look for credentials. So that's just one more thing that you can do. That's quick and easy to, to clean that up. Um, yeah. and make it a little bit harder for your pen testers, uh, and attackers the same, right? So that's, that's the ultimate goal is we want to harden our environments and, and make them more, uh, resistant to attack. Yeah. And, and that's what I love about this particular blog post was, you know, one of our favorite things, um, in the offensive security group is when we can go to our clients and say, dude, this is a free win. Like there is, you don't have to buy a product. You don't have to, um, you know, go, go grind on something for, for months, like just go flip the switch. Right. And, and so this isn't exactly a a switch being flipped, but it is relatively simple to reproduce the steps that bad guys use and therefore see what they might see. So I I love that aspect of these kinds of things. Um, just because a little bit of elbow grease, man, and, and, and maybe that's the difference, right. Yeah. And, and you getting a, a full ransomware across your enterprise or, or, you know, other things. So no, I love it, man. It's really good stuff. Yeah. That's, that's a big hurdle is just the, you have a file share and everybody's just dumping stuff out there and it gets so big that it gets unmanageable. Right. And it's a big task to clean that up. Yeah. So it is a lot of work. Um, you've got a big environment and a lot of users. It's a big task to clean that up. Um, but uh, and, and that gets into, like I said earlier, with the commercial tools, like the DLP type tools where it can scan your environment, scan your shares, tag data, give it a classification and then protect it based on that classification. Mm-hmm. Um, there are commercial tools that will do that. You're going to spend a lot of money, right? It's, sure. not, it's not cheap, both in man hours and maintaining it and learning how to use it, but also in the actual cost of the products themselves. So. Right. You know, I always recommend start out small, get some easy wins, yeah. do it manually at first to get your feet under you and, and get a solid idea of what you have out there and then look to scale it as you, uh, as you get better at it and need more 
capabilities. Yeah. Good shit, man. So uh, that's it for us. Um, you know, if you enjoyed this, just share it with your friends and check out the blog post on uh, offsec.blog. That's O-F-F-S-E-C.blog. Uh, have a great day. Thanks, everybody.